I think my life is about to change drastically within the next two weeks, three weeks, within the next month. And my body is already reacting to it. I can feel the difference in my body. And what I'm feeling is anxiety because... I mean, what does is, what is Meek say? I, I used to dream about times like this to rhyme like this. So I had to grind like that to shine like like all of that stuff. Right. Like I dreamed about where I am right now. And I've dreamed about where I'm going in the next few months. And it is career life legacy defining shit i i I should be excited (laughs) like young me would kill to be where i'm at and future me is looking at present me like yo like celebrate these times like i don't know like like on paper i feel like People would look at what I'm embarking on and being like, you're killing it. I feel like I should be happy. I should be excited and bubbly, cheerful, insert like all of those positive, pleasant, high energy words, right? That wasn't the case for... A few weeks. In fact, last week, I was so anxious that I even had trouble sleeping. And for those of y'all that know me, (laughs) you know that my superpower is being able to sleep. Like, I've had restless nights. I've had restless nights these past few days. Definitely last week. Like when I have a, when I have really bad anxiety, historically it's when I can't poop. I know you're like, yo, where's this episode going? Hear me out. Like when I have really bad anxiety, it literally takes over my entire body to the point like it takes over my digestive system. And not that I'm constipated, but it's like there's just no bowel movements desire to use the bathroom at all so like there would be a few days in a row where i don't poop i should have put a warning in the beginning that said tmi skip for a minute whatever to whatever but here we are that happened last week like i didn't poop for like three days maybe two three days in a row not like oh two days skip no in a row right On top of that, for the first time in my life, I had trouble sleeping. Like, I was tossing and turning at bed. Like, that never happens. I'm talking about, like, I could drink shots of espresso to the face, go to the club, pull up a mattress on the dance floor with the speakers in my face and fall asleep. I'm not even joking. Like... I could fall asleep anywhere. Like my friends make fun of me for it. I'm the dude that sits on the plane before the before the 
plane even gets off the runway, I'm knocked out. So for all these like things to be happening to me, it's like there's got to be my anxiety's bad. Let's give it back to pooping because I know that's where you want to get back to, right? I I haven't told anyone this yet. I haven't even told my mom. Like my mom is gonna find out when she sees this episode. So when you don't poop for a few days, right? You essentially end up. I ended up forcing one out. Let's say, right? And I don't know if it's because I forced one out and I had to strain, like, ugh, right? Or I this happened at the gym, me trying to get off this, this stress, this anxiety, and I was lifting heavier than I should have. I don't know when it happened, but your boy got a hemorrhoid. Probably t- TMI, right? But here we are. I'm sharing this graphic. <laughs> I'm sharing this graphic example to illustrate on a very small level what happens when you don't control when you don't have control over your emotions right like i like i i got like a, i got a sitting pad that i bought on amazon just because for for my hemorrhoid you know it's so bad the, oh my god first of all i can't work out I'm on like fiber supplement. Yo, it's bad. Like, I'm being dramatic. It's not that bad. But it's like all of this because of my anxiety and not having control over my anxiety. Isn't that crazy? And like, obviously, this is very small compared to like the extreme examples to what happens when someone is anxious and depressed, right? Like there are people that have been trigger warning that have taken their lives because of their emotions right so the example that i'm showing that i'm sharing is not life-threatening it it may even be comical but our emotions have a huge impact on us and it's crazy because again on paper people be like what are you stressed about and what i'm really stressed about is this app that i'm building with the team that i'm working with shout out to e8 labs my guy noah anthony really dope team if y'all want to work with them but we're building this app and we're very close to finishing in fact the prototype should be ready by the end of august at which point i will be sharing it with users or potential users to get feedback and, and all those just get people's feedback on it so that we can actually put it into the app store and do all these fun things right so we broke out the app development into three different areas and we finish the first section. And again, on paper, I should be celebrating that. We finished section one. That means we're that much closer to getting the prototype. We're that much closer to launching. We're that much closer to building a team and raising money and all these kind of things, right? In my head, it made it that much realer right because we're so much closer and by making it that much realer i automatically went into self-doubt mode i went into oh my god i'm one step closer to people shitting on this i'm one step closer to no one supporting it i'm one step closer to no one subscribing to it being a failure to 
me on this long journey of selling art and apparel to building a media company to pivoting again into tech and that is the end destination I've, I've always wanted to build tech so that we can scale the impact yet if this is the final destination and i fail what do i do now right my mind automatically went to negative the doubt and that's what caused my anxiety that's why i'm <laughs> not what people say him like i'm him i'm hem hemi hemorrhoid p <laughs> like this yeah like and this week as we're working on section two and i'm looking at the mock-ups and the screenshots and the wireframes that are being built for whatever reason there is a level of excitement and i forget who said this right but anxiety and excitement are the same chemical reactions in the body the only difference is how our brain processes the emotion right so they're both high energy feelings like it's up to us to determine whether i'm feeling anxious or excited right so this week i could have easily went into at like looking at the section two the work that myself and and, and mostly the team is doing and been like right back in a self-doubt but something really helped me i think it was launching the app waitlist which is live if you go to our instagram page our tiktok page we'll actually leave a link in the description to the show notes please please submit your information for the app waitlist so that we can keep you up to date with the latest on when this app actually launches so that you can download it and support and all those kind of things when that launched, so many people have signed up already and seeing that support, specifically in the comment section of the app waitlist form, it really hit me. Like people were just saying so many nice things like, yo, this is needed, so excited for you, all of those kind of things. It was that plus conversations with other founders, entrepreneurs, even listening to podcasts of other founders, entrepreneurs to hear their stories. Like I saw myself in them, the struggles, the triumphs, all of those kind of things. And this week I'm feeling excited, like really excited. And some of those same problems are there. Like I'm having trouble falling asleep, which is a problem, but because I'm excited and not because I'm anxious. Like, I'm talking about, I'm so excited to the point I can't fall asleep. Yeah, like, all right, well, let's talk about why I'm excited. Like, let's talk about this app that I haven't spoken that much about. It's going to be an AI-powered journaling app that's going to help you get to know yourself. So that you can be your most authentic self wherever you are, especially work. Historically, the podcast has been doing that. The speaking engagements have been doing that because each episode what people tell me is that they listen to it and it forces them to think about themselves currently, previously. And a lot of people actually use it as journal prompts already or, again, things to continue thinking about, letting those thoughts marinate to be like, yo, 
who am I? Who have I been? Who do I want to be? Right. So it's a lot of the same content, same, same ideas, same thoughts. We're just really scaling that impact and creating technology to make it a little bit easier for you to continue that self-discovery journey. And there are some things in the market like it, but not quite. Because when it comes to mental health, there's like, I mean, there's a lot of barriers. When it comes to mental health and emotional intelligence, I'd say there's three main ones. The first one is access. I mean, if you think about school, anything from like middle school to high school to college, I didn't learn anything about emotional intelligence or mental health at work. What's crazy is that there is a study that said from Harvard Business Review, 90% of what sets high performers apart from their peers is emotional intelligence. Yet I didn't get one training from that. I had to go to therapy (laughs) to learn about myself, emotional intelligence, how to regulate, control my emotions. Yet it's the most powerful skill that you'll need for your career. And it's the most transferable skill too. Like there's so much emphasis on these hard skills, yet there's data to support. That's not even what sets you apart. (laughs) Like there's so much emphasis on these hard skills, yet when you get into corporate You'll find out that, like, at, at some level, on average, everyone has the same skills, right? Like, when it comes to Excel, for example, or PowerPoint, sure, they may be one person that's ahead of the pack, but for the most part, everyone knows the same things. Like, emotional intelligence is a huge way on how to differentiate yourself, right? But even if there is access to that training, there's so many stigmas associated to it. Um, like, being emotional... I think the future of work is emotional, but this idea of sharing your emotions is not something that is cool within the culture. It's frowned upon like it's people are shamed for it. So a lot of these conversations that we have on the podcast or or about these topics in general, they're often had in, in, in private with a trusted person or trusted group of people, right? And that's just like your friends and family. Like if you try to seek additional support in the, in the form of like coaches and uh, mental health practitioners, therapists, there's not a lot of culturally competent professionals or even those that look like you. There's that said like 7% of psychiatrists in the U.S. identifies Latino, Latina, Latinx. The app that we're building is meant to address all of those challenges, those roadblocks. And I'm very excited to share more about it once we get closer to the prototype being finalized. I just don't want to share too much before people steal my ideas or our ideas. Listening to those stories, talking to those people and hearing about their experiences normalized so many of those emotions for me made me feel like I wasn't crazy. <laughs> like, There's only maybe a hundred, couple hundred black or Latino founders that have ever raised over a million dollars. So it's normal based on the numbers to feel a little bit of doubt, a little bit of a concern, a little bit of just questioning whether this is going to be successful or not. And I'm like delusionally confident <laughs> most times But it was 
assuring to hear that like I wasn't the only one having those doubts. But it also provided a level of hope to hear other people share their experiences and open up and being vulnerable and also seeing them on the other side where they have built really successful companies and look like me. They're like, I don't remember who said this, but they said addiction happens in isolation. The opposite of addiction is community. That's a bar. Shout out to whoever told me that. But it's true. Like, there's a reason why AA meetings, like, you're not just, like, reading a book or you're not just meeting with your mentor. Like, you're having those meetings, not that I've ever been to one, but you're having those meetings with a group of people that have had a similar shared experience as you. One, to feel normal, to feel like you're not crazy, and to give you hope, to show you that you can get to the other side of this, on the positive side of this. So besides feeling excited, this week I'm feeling hopeful, capable, and limitless. Just know that I'm working every day to make sure I feel excited. Because it's so easy to go down the road of anxiety and depression. I hope you are too. Because again... Those emotions are the same chemical reaction in the body. High energy gets the heart rate pumping throughout your body, especially your brain. But it's up to you how to process it. What are you going to pick?